everyone, and welcome to a new episode of The Name of the Game. This is essentially a continuation from the last conversation we had with myself, Phil Brown, Rich Keegan, and Ryan McCormick. Once again, the audio isn't 100% great, but the content is awesome. I uh, hope you enjoy. I'm up next. All right, I think this is going to be an easy one. Really easy. Oh, I thought you were showing it to me. It's yeah, like, that's so. going to be really easy if you just show it. The playground. <laughs> hey, you want to have a look at this? Read cheaters, it. cheaters. Don't read my card. Playground or the gymnasium. We're moving up to grade three, boys. Oh, the grades. Nose and toes. Tag. All right. So I'm. So thinking, you already know it's a tag. It's and a tag. I'm already uncomfortable. Nose. <laughs> Tag you on your nose. Yeah, it's like nose jousting. You have to run up to someone and stick your nose against someone yeah. else's nose. Um, <laughs> Let's call it bloody Tag. nose. Tag, yeah. right. I think it's probably like heads and tails. Tag, heads and tails, where you like you, mm-hmm. you decide if you put your hand on your head yeah. or your hand on your tail, and this run around with hands on your toes. That would be <laughs> or your nose. We clearly know who it is. Or no, the hand on your nose is probably easier. Eh, wrong. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, so it's not heads and tails. Tag. Nose and toes. Does it have to do with tumbling and rolling? Nope. We're just doing some results to try to chase each other. Is it like um, like a evolution or rock paper scissors evolution where like you go in through different stages? So maybe you, if you get tagged once, you cover your nose. If you tag twice, you nail something with the toes. I still don't know how you would cover the toes, or if you lose a toe, or if you like step onto one foot now. I don't know. All right, curl in your toes. <laughs> You've lost them. Or you, nope. or you lose your nose. All right, this is it's not as easy. Maybe it's like the name itself is making you it's yeah, hard. It makes it harder because it sounds easier. Yeah, that's why I pulled the card. Nose. Pick the card. Is it spelled like the nose on your face? Or mm-hmm. I know something. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nose, nose and on your toes. face. Nose and toes. You ready? Give us, yeah, give us just some clues. Don't tell us right off the bat. I want to get game, it. Is played as a simple tag game. I like the way it just describes things as like simple Except and very little. The runner may escape being tagged. How? So there's ways to not get tagged. So you get, you're getting tagged. Maybe it's like um, uh, you, on free, you have to say nose or toes. So like we run and tag, and you'll go one, two, three. And if you both say the same word, nope. Wow, but I like that idea. I, I know. <laughs> I like that a lot. I almost said we're writing this down, but we're yeah. better recording it. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah, you run and you go three, two, one, and you no, 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 or toes. Yeah. And if you both say it, you, if mm-hmm. you say the opposite, you run away. All right, not that. I have no idea. I have all these crazy like thoughts of having to put your nose on the ground under. Nose, drag toes. Your toes, drag somebody by the nose so they <laughs> make a line with their. Totally. That'd be 1959, yeah. Yeah. Remember well, I'm trying to go back to it, yeah. Or maybe it's a case of it's like a secret heads and tails where everyone has already assigned themselves, but you don't reveal if your nose or your toes. It, it, and only nose can t- to tag toes, and only toes can tag nose. Does that have anything to do with this heads and tails theory that Phil's building on? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're getting chased, and you just stop, and you put a, a, a toe on your nose, then you can't be tagged. What? How You're you really f- close, Ryan. So it's about you flexibility? You are really close. Oh, man. <laughs> really? That's a better version. Yeah. I think I need to pay it off now. Okay. So, uh. me, so this game is played in a simple tagging, except that the runner 
may escape being tagged by grasping his nose with one hand and his foot with the other. The player who is tagged... (laughs) Ryan's making a dance move there. The player who is tagged becomes it, and the game is continuous. I think so far I might play all these games. Yeah. I think that <laughs> all it's shown, though, is like we've literally, we've clearly gone through this book, these books, and we've found the ones that there's no way we could ever get away with saying in this podcast episode. And we've yeah. ended up finding actually really good games. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> that we still don't know the names of, but they're actually pretty good. Well, so You want to hear the teaching suggestion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us some. It's on the back side of this card. Uh, keep the players scattered all, uh, scattered over the whole playing area. Explain the safety positions may be assumed in a squatting deep knee bend position or while standing on one foot. It is safer to take the squat or knee bend position after running fast. Do not permit bumping or pushing of the players who are in the safety positions. And then finally, do not let a chaser wait for a player to lose his balance or tire from holding his position. Encourage fair play. And the fun of chasing. So it's a knee tag. But can you imagine trying to run? Like, you're running and being chased and someone and comes up and you're trying to just, like, bust into this, like... <laughs> That's why I suggest today you recommend getting into a squat right. rather than yeah. standing and trying just to... Jumping through the air. <laughs> tucking and rolling. But it's, yeah, it's essentially yeah. a knee tag, like a way yeah. that you can right. create safety. But it's yeah. like, instead of holding your knees, you're holding your nose and your toes. And eventually you might fall over or lose your balance, so... Yeah, that might actually be, be though a variation that you could throw into a sequence of knee tag. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like instead of like, so the first time you play knee tag, the way you stay safe is holding your knees. Yep. Second round, the way you hold play snake, and you just do different things. And then it's yeah. like the hardest one is sort of like palm off variations. Yeah. Now we're into holding n- your nose n- knee tag variations. It, yeah, I was thinking that with the squirrel game too, like going from that squirrels and trees into yeah. like the uh, triangle tag and. Yeah, I think there's way because even in knee tag the way like see like you sometimes see knee tag played like the point is like who who is also then it's like asteroids and stuff like variations of how you can get back in the game mm-hmm. like creating those variations yeah like this goes also variations on physical difficulty yeah I can I can play my like too okay Ryan all right I have one it's called uh, Have you seen my sheep <laughs> <laughs> Have you all seen right my sheep then. Well, that's playground, gymnasium, schoolroom. Ooh, grade you can two. Say, so, grade school. two, nineteen fifty nine. Nineteen fifty nine, grade two. In nineteen fifty nine, while the sheep were crawling around. So, maybe, have you seen the sheep? You know what? My four goes. You know that game where you're hiding an object in your hand and you're passing it around, like everyone's mm-hmm. passing it around their backs. Yeah, what's that game called? You, you, you play. I mean, we like play, that. but we use like uh, this little noisemaker. If you shake it too much, Gloria from Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's like you hiding call. something. I yeah. don't know what it's called, but you, I think pass it around, it. and then and somebody then, says something, you got to show your hand. Yeah, someone yeah. in the middle. You have a couple of guesses. I so I'm thinking that potentially that you there's just a stuffed animal sheep, but I don't know if they 1959. Classroom. That's what's got me interesting. In 1959, right, farmers, the farming culture was probably more prevalent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, okay. historically, because there's uh, the sheep piece. Somebody's got to be a sheep. I mean, they're all sheep. There's, like, there's a herding element to it. Someone's a yeah. shepherd. I think it was also a time where we, like, 
really went to animals. I mean, yeah, we had true. squirrels. That's true. Sheep. Oh, right. Bears. That's a lot of like, There was a lot of that. Like in this book, I found like four or five activities that reference squirrels. Yeah. And my experience with elementary school kids is they love being animals. Are right. still to this day. <laughs> still <laughs> love. I think we all love being animals. Yeah. <laughs> You're an animal. No, this is not about squirrels. This is have you seen yeah. my sheep? Have you seen my sheep? I still think there's a hi- there's got to be a hiding piece. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of hiding piece. All right, is this um, is, is this like my good friend, good game, Huckleberry Beanstalk? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Like. Are we hiding? No. All right, so it's not, not hiding an object do. or a person, but oh. you are trying to figure. I'll give you that. You are trying to figure out. Oh, maybe it's like um, where the sheep it's is like a, in a sense. So, who it's like a twenty thing? questions or something where you're like where Closer. like a secret card or like um cl- like uh, guess who mm-hmm. like a guess who kind of game. Or he's on the right track. Is there like guess who? Yes. So there's questions that you have to ask. Mm-hmm. Someone in the sheep. Someone in the group is a sheep. You get assigned a sheep, and through the through asking questions, you're able to yeah. find out who the sheep is. Mm-hmm. Yes right. and no. Yes and no questions. Is that? Uh, no. This is actually. Uh, what do they look like? Questions. Oh, what does? So it is. So, so it's actually very much out, guessing. Act out any part of it too. No. Being part of the sheep. It's like the variation of Pikachu, where you can ask like questions about the person behind the thing and. Reveal who it is. I'm playing Pikachu in forever. I love that game. <laughs> Ryan and Andrew, he's played Pikachu twelve times in a row <laughs> recently. It's a classic. <laughs> Where people behind behind a sheet. Yeah, and yeah. It's like the sheet top. drops and yeah. For those of you who don't know that game. Yeah. Either they're trying to race to see who can yeah, say the name first the name or first, body part. So this is why I chose that because we've been using Pikachu around characteristics of a leader, yeah. and I think this could be adapted into a more active version of that. Do we want to know? Yeah, yeah I think we're free, I think we're really close. Yeah. So this is the reason you could do it in the in the classroom would have to be open because it doesn't involve running like uh, duck duck goose and chasing, but it's around a circle. So students stand oh. in a circle, uh, and one player is it. They go around the outside of the circle, stop behind another player, and ask, "Have you seen my sheep?" <laughs> the player in the circle replies, "What does your sheep look like?" The child who is it describes uh, another player in the circle. So I describe somebody, hopefully nicely. Yeah. Uh, And the child who is it then describes another player in the circle while the second player guesses who it is being described. As soon as they guess correctly, that starts the chase around the circle back to the open spot. So the person on the outside is picking someone and the people in the inside are also individually picking someone. And they... They may not overlap. If I stop behind you, you've picked somebody random in there and I start asking... Questions, so questions about what they look like. You start describing this person, and then I can. Oh, once you yeah, get it right, fun. then you, yeah, then you, you stand up. So you could be tricky. Going. You could describe the person next to you, or you could make it harder and describe somebody across the circle. And they have. To, oh, I like that. that. That is actually very cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that game too. Duck, duck, That's a great goose. one, even early on, like learning about people's names and stuff. Yeah. Once you've got yeah. more accustomed to people. I mean, and you could you could change in in the Pikachu game we. We start with some really obvious stuff like how do people look or what do they do they play sports, but I think you could get more. What's your sheep interested in? <laughs> so this yeah. is how does oh, your absolutely. sheep sheep act in social situations? <laughs> this is like um, yeah. we played this in uh, Try Something New. Uh, duck Duck Lisa. Yes. This is almost like Duck yeah. Duck Lisa. So explain Duck Duck Lisa. <laughs> to those a, people listening to back, this God. The backstory here is that there's an activity out there called Me um, Lisa? No. Uh, what's it called? I think it's Me Lisa. Me Lisa? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we saw that, like, it was written actually in Lisa's, like, she'd written, uh, like, a gender activities, and it said, like, me, you, Lisa. And, and I was like, you're, you're naming activities after yourself? <laughs> and Lisa's those, a trainer here. Yeah, and for those who don't, yeah, Lisa would never do that intentionally, so that makes it even funnier. And then so we, uh, me and Ryan, when we were coming up and try something new, we were doing activities, and we decided to try to name as many activities after Lisa as we could. <laughs> and so we, it was like Duck, Duck, Goose with names. Oh, okay. Right. So you you went around, and it was like you yep. had to, so it was learning people's names, and you had to say, instead of Duck, Duck, you'd say their names. Mm-hmm. And then Classic. once you sit, once you, and it, if you didn't know the name, then yep. you left? Well, was, that's how we had to adapt it, because we realized yeah. there was like, I don't know, 40 people in the room. Oh, and they're all strangers. Really. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Uh, the first time, uh, if you say your own name, oh, yeah. so if I'm going like Mark, Carol, Ryan, then that would start. That would start right. the thing. Yeah. And that would be the out for people if they didn't know the person's name. You could just say your own name, but that would start the run around. That's great. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Have and, you seen my sheep? Have you seen my sheep? That's awesome. Any other stuff written on there about it? Well, it's a teaching suggestions and uh, suggest ways to describe a child such as the color of clothes, hairs, eyes, etc. Yeah. Uh, demonstrate how to play the game before it's actually played. Hmm. That's, that seems yeah. obvious, but... Yeah. We're going to play a game. Go. <laughs> it's cool. Have you seen Machine? <laughs> Begin. They're uh, doing what we do. Just play and figure it out. Teach the children to listen carefully to the descriptions and be ready to run if they are described. Yeah. Kind of seems obvious, too. <laughs> I, uh, I think with this piece, too, I can imagine, like, if you said something... Like, is your sheep tall or something? You know, and you said yes. Like, there might be more than one. Like, you might have a whole lot of sheep running. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Last one. Last one for me right now. Let's go. Oh, no. Okay. I Did you read that one when you were. I didn't do the one that you had. Did you read it? You do know it. Yeah. Oh, that's not one to pick it then. Let me, let me look for a new one. There's plenty of options in this book. Hmm. Now everybody's wondering, <coughs> wondering what that yeah. game is. So, <laughs> well, what gonna, was it? I'm going to cut this part yeah. out, I think. Yeah. Um, but the name of the game was Pig in the Hole. <laughs> I, now, at this point, now, I'm not looking you know, at you, you guys. just turned red. <laughs> not, I had to cough. <laughs> no, the That's guy, my story. I'm sticking to I'm, it. I'm going to keep this That's in. A, I'm, I went I'm, to a wrong place with that. Yeah, pick it up. I'm just going to read it because there's no point going through the same concept. But I think now I've said it. We've got to explain it. Pig, uh-huh. pig in a hole. And the thing that makes me laugh more about this, and I'm sure Ryan said the same thing, thing when he was... He found it. And in we a, both chose it out of all of these games and books. He found it in a different one. I think he picked it for the same reason I picked it. But so it's playground, gymnasium, fourth grade through high school. So it's like a, <laughs> oh boy, ten to twenty. But the but this is the the first sentence in it, which is the part for me. Stop rattling with that candy. I'm like, what the hell? I'm getting crinkled. Right, anyway, over. No, I'm not because I think it would be funny yeah. to keep it in. All right, uh, <laughs> the authenticity of it, and I keep getting the ding of Chris Danboys behind me. His phone. Um, we're all in like a group text right now because are you getting buzzing? Yeah, I turned it <laughs> off. I turned my phone off. <laughs> Look at this. It's Lisa. Lisa. All right. She heard us talking about her. Little bag, that background. Season. Lisa's at a training right now and she's clearly telling us about stuff. Um, <laughs> and it, all, all in a group text. All right. So, picking a hole. The, <laughs> the, thing that, <laughs> the thing that makes me laugh is like. Why would this be? I cannot imagine doing this in the field because of this one thing. That's what right. made me laugh. Yeah. All right. 
So it says, if played out of doors, that's a different way of playing outdoors. If played out of doors, a hole is dug in the ground large enough to hold a basketball. So I just imagine going in right with a shovel. All right, guys. Round tip shovel. I'll yeah, be back. I'm going to go and play big in a hole. Everybody brings a trowel. <laughs> and then around this is in the in the form of a circle around 10 feet in diameter are made small holes. So you make it, you dig a giant hole and then you, in 10 foot circle, you dig tiny holes. I think it has potential. Yeah. Eric over here and the maintenance guy in the field just coming out and we've just dug giant holes in the field. That, uh, as long as we replace that also divots, we'll immediately it must be trip hazards. But it says, it says the number of holes in the circle depends on the number of players. So if you play, have more players, you dig in more holes. But there should always be one less hole than there are players. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just play this with circles on the ground? Yeah, well, so the, the car, right? I got the same game, yeah, yeah. same name, but in the cards that Rich was talking about. In that one, in parentheses, it had to dig a hole, but then in parentheses, or wow. make a ring. So this is so this is actually <laughs> a fun. So yeah, this is also this book I'm holding is 115 years old, and that one is 1959. So like we've gone like yeah. 50 years almost different, yeah. and now they're saying the game is good. Maybe we don't have to dig the holes anymore. Yeah, we're getting like smarter. Forty years of hole digging. Um, <laughs> so it says the number of play- number of the holes in the circle depends on the number of players, but there are always one less hole. All right. But then it does actually say in the gymnasium, small chalks, ch- chalk circles are drawn mm. on the floor to correspond to the holes. Um, all the players stand around the central hole with their sticks. Oh, sorry, I missed this line. Each player is provided with a stick about three feet long. And then it says wands are very suitable in the gymnasium. What was a wand? <laughs> like a, I don't know. All the players stand around. All the players stand around the centre hole with their sticks under the basketball, or pig, which is in the hole. So the basketball in that giant hole is a pig, and all their sticks are wedged underneath it. And count to three. As the word three is pronounced, all raise their sticks in the air, thus dislodging the ball. Object transfer. Lusted lodging the ball, and each player then runs to put the end of his stick into the small hole. As there is one less hole than there are players, one player will be left out, and he must try then to hit the basketball into the central hole, and at the same time try to get his stick into the one of the small holes. The other players keep hitting the ball out of his reach, meanwhile guarding the small holes. If he gets his stick into a small hole, he is no longer the odd one. <laughs> but oh. another one, it's just a, no longer the odd one. I'm not looking at either one. But another who can get n- who can get no hole becomes the attacker, and the game continues until someone gets the pig into the hole. As soon as a player succeeds in getting the pig into the hole, the game ends and may be played again and again as long as it remains interesting. Remarks: the ball may not be kicked. It may only be hit with the sticks. It is not necessary for each player to keep the same hole all the time. So in order to make the game more exciting and keep everyone on the alert, coach players to run out from the circle and hit the ball away and also to take other people's holes. All right, picking a hole. Sounds like an oddball game to me. What, what was the... <laughs> Jamaquack. Jamaquack. <laughs> all right, read it. Go all right, on. no, Jamaquack. we got to guess what that is from that. Jamaquack. Yeah. All right, Chris, I, know, I know the book. Chris just more. ran into the group with uh, uh, a copy of what? New, more, more new games. More new games. What's the date on that? 70s? 1981. 81. Oh, 81. 
This right. is the second version. So, or not the second version, but the second book. More, more, new, more games. new games. All right, give us some basic parameters. The name of the activity, once again, is? Jam-a-quack. 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 What's the parameters on it? Well, I mean, here, here's some history. This wonderful, silly game was invented during a game change session uh, at a new games training in Springfield, Massachusetts. So just down the road here. Where it was discovered that to be a jamaquack is a never to be forgotten experience. <laughs> oh baby. Oh yeah. Never forgotten experience. You never forget to be a jamaquack. You know that one time you became Do they a all pile up on top of each other and quack? A jamaquack. Don't become do you want to be a jamaquack or do you not want to be a jamaquack? I think you want to be a jamaquack. Is this t- I think it's do you like think this is something like big pile? This is not Especially. a game we're ever going to play. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, yeah. Jamaquack. This is in the theme of animals here. So, this is another animal. Oh, Jamaquack. So, is it so like, a, a a pla- like a platypus? A com- a, like a, an amalgam of different things? Uh, no. It, there it, is a thing called a Jamaquack? Well, yeah, and it's rare. Oh, my God. This... It's, it's a bird from southern Australia. And. Oh. Uh, from being down under, they always stand bent over with their hands grasping their calves or ankles and shuffle along backward. They are nocturnal. Chris Damboise is walking backward with his hands on his ankles. <laughs> when they are out and about in daylight, they always keep their eyes closed. So it's an eyes closed, hands oh, on your ankles. That was impressive, Chris. Day or night, they communicate with each other by quacking constantly, ceasing only to take a breath. And jam quacks sometimes have to be reminded to, to breathe. <laughs> so this is everyone, hands on the hands on the feet, walking back with their eyes closed, quacking. But there's more. Great. Okay. Since since they're always trying to wander off somewhere, only a third of us can be jam quacks at a time. The rest of us must form a jam quack pen by holding hands in a circle. So all the jam mm-hmm. quacks are doing what Chris was just doing. Yeah. In the center. Uh <laughs> The two of us create a hole in the pen by dropping hands, so there's an exit. The jamacocks gather in the middle of the pen, heads together, and begin quacking and moving backward with their eyes closed, trying to find the way out. (laughs) While the foolish birds are engaged in their trial and error escape attempts, those of us forming the circle do our best to jam the quacks back inside the pen by gently knee-bumping them (laughs) if they back into us. Jam the quacks back in Springfield, Massachusetts, yeah. 1980-something, 81. Holy cow. Once you've seen a jam a quack, we're sure you'll want to be one. I found a game. Oh, good. Uh, it's called Flowers and the Wind. And the ones, this is from 1920. Flowers in the wind? And. and flowers the wind. and the wind. It's a playground game, gymnasium, grades one to six, 10 to 40 players. I mean, I went right to like Willow and the Wind kind of stuff, but. I know, that's where I thought when I yeah. first read it. It's not because they're not um, teaching spot. I'm thinking kids who run back and forth of the wind and there are flowers, kind of like sharks and minnows or whatever that game mm. is, where you run back and forth in. Park Ranger. You start off being the wind, but then when you get tagged or something happens, you become a flower and the flowers can tag the wind when they go by. Yeah, this is. I think what this lines into, like Ryan was saying, like the there was all the stuff about animals. This this was like a almost a teaching activity about species of flowers. 
It's that sort of like, but uh, Park oh, Ranger so flying sort around. of like has a feel to that where everyone's sort of something different. Is it like, what is it that, uh, so you're asking questions about petals and leaves and Yeah, there's, and... there's, there's definitely like question, there's information gathering. It's like, but, and it has that feel of like Park Ranger where you give characteristics like mammals and all the mammals are on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that. that. That's where you were going too. Like yeah. yeah. Minnows and the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um... The plan of the game is the children are divided into two groups, one of which represents flowers and the other the wind. Okay. Those who are the flowers secretly choose the name of a flower and then they all advance in a, in a body to a line marked off, usually in about the middle of the playground or gymnasium. Mm-hmm. On the other side, so like if we'd spaced it two different yep. sides of the gym, we walk to the middle... On the other side of the line, the children who represent the wind are gathered. The object is for the wind to guess the name of the flower that has been chosen. All the flowers, as soon as the, as a wind child, as soon as a wind child, I like that. As soon as a wind child guesses the correct flower, all the flowers turn and run back to the starting place, while the wind chases them and tries to catch as many as possible. Gotcha. Uh, any flower so caught must return to the other side and remain there. If the ones who are the wind catch a certain designated number of flowers, they may become the flowers next time and think of a name which the other side must try to guess. If they do not succeed in catching the required number, the first side remain the flowers. You have to catch hmm. another people. Remarks, as in most guessing games, the element of suspense is the chief feature of this game (laughs) the element of suspense is the chief feature of the game although there is a good deal of practice in dodging and quick starting it also also teaches the timid child to take risks or hate the game if the children (laughs) (laughs) or or anything uh, if the children seem slow about guessing let the flowers give the first letter of their group name, or two or three even, in order to facilitate guessing and to keep the children from standing too long. Sometimes it's even a good plan for the teacher to take part in the guessing. For variety, the names of birds, trees, etc. may be substituted for flower names. Some children will have to be watched, as they will be tempted to let themselves be caught in order to be flowers, as they think this more fun than to be the wind. There you, there you go. go. Flowers in the wind. Probably not going to play that one. We're going to like, oh, well, I'm going to play. No, I'm not going to play Flowers in the Wind. That doesn't sound exciting. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's like they, kids don't want to be the wind. I don't think kids want to be the flowers. Right. Let us remember that suspense oh, is the most yes. interesting feature of that game. We call it adventure. They call it suspense. Suspense. Yes. And so that, I conclude it. Uh, thank you, Rich. You're thank welcome. you, Ryan. Good to thank be here. Too. Good to be here. You know what they always say. Yeah, good to be here. And I think we learned some great new games. No doubt we'll be using them in the spring. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And do it again. Thanks for listening. And can you say, uh, thanks for listening to High Five. Thanks for listening to Half Five. 
And then what about thanks for listening to High Fives podcast? Can you do it? Okay, try. Thanks for giving us a good guy. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. It really does help us out a whole lot. <laughs>